Let's all rise and we'll pray real quick and we'll try to compose ourselves. Lord, we just want to thank you for this day. And um, Lord, we just uh, pray your, obviously your spirit's with us today. And uh, bless this meeting today and, and uh, bless uh, this church's kindness. Your church is alive and well today, Lord. In thy name, amen. You may be seated. So um, I want to thank Jed. He, get, he came in and gave me a coffee cup. He said, I never dreamed I'd grow up to be a super cool pastor, but I hear I am killing it. Uh, wow. You know, um, hmm. It's a good thing. Oh, my wife told me to tell you, you guys can order these shirts if you didn't get one. She said somebody might want one, so call the office and bother them. Um, I, I, this is the most surprise I've ever been in my entire life. Wow. It, it's, it's, it's amazing, you know, when you're in there just, I'm drinking coffee and eating zucchini bread and inviting people to church and all this and uh and you guys are here it's uh it's cool man um 1821 in proverbs and we'll talk about what we're talking about we'll end with prayer and our two-minute testimony today uh so it's harvest time if you haven't heard everywhere you look uh there's pumpkins and straw and all this kind of thing um death and life are in the power of the tongue and they who love it will eat the fruit thereof. So I'm in King James today. Um, we're containers uh, of, of not only God's spirit, Mark, but we're containers of words. And um, I'm, I'm full to the top today with, with the love of God. And I, and I just... I want to share that with you. Uh, you can choose life or death today. You can choose to be kind or be mean. And 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 there's when when we're when we're preaching forward and we're and we're moving God's king forward, kingdom forward. Some may take it as mean, but we're God has called us to be persistent in this, and and we're combating the forces of evil uh, when we do this. And you know that there's evil out there and you've identified with it because you've been dealing with the truth for so long, it's easy to, to pick out a counterfeit. You, you guys are savvy enough now where you can look at it and go, you know what, man, with that, with that alphabet in the word salad thing, and you guys, I, I'm just... You know, as Christians, we have to be a little bolder in our faith so they understand at least where we come from. They, they may not like us, but at least we're not wishy-washy. Amen. Amen. Um, and, and, we're, and we're called to stand by people when they're going through uh, tragedies and, and traumas 
um, and with the Gaynor family and my, my brother, Mark Moss, I love you, brother, and I'm so sorry about the passing of your wife. Uh, we love you, and you know that. And, uh, you know, sometimes we have to also say it, and we kind of, kind of, you know, when they're here, high-five them or hug them or do whatever you do. You know, guys, you know, it's a guy-to-guy guy thing. And Mark knows we love him. I tell him that. I called him over and over again. There's nothing wrong with calling somebody over and over again. Sometimes I think people think I'm bugging them all the time. I'm, I'm going to bug you because I love you. And that's just the way it is. All right? Um, so that's, let's pray over that. And, uh, man, I, I'm really just almost speechless, but uh, that would be a lie if I said that. So, Lord, I'm not speechless, but I'm pretty dang close today that this church has shown me so much love, that they, they care about a person so much. And I guess when you care about Jesus, you care about his people. And that's what this church is focused on. So we love these people back. Uh, we show them the word of God. And um, we ask today, Lord God, that you would uh, show kindness to all those who participate in this service today, Lord God, and those who are out uh, on live stream, and we pray for um, all the pastors who are doing it right across the country. Uh, we really do love them, and uh, we pray for the offering today that we continue to support your work here at Have Bible and Abroad. In Jesus' name, amen. amen. So let's shout to the Lord, let the basket come by. Amen. All right, so let's go into uh, let's go into Luke chapter ten, and uh, you can turn me down just a fuzz there if you would, uh, Jedediah. Luke chapter ten, and, and I'm gonna I'm gonna read like the first uh, verse out of it, and then we're gonna go back and talk about what it is. So it's getting back to church. It's changed lives. It's uh, your story, and. Uh, the story of your family that's going to help change this lost and dying generation. So, and put your finger on chapter 9 because we're going to reference it back. It says, after these things, the Lord appointed other 70 also. So, we kind of catch him in the, in the middle of this thing here. And basically what he's getting ready to do when he sends the 70 out is what the 12 already did. Amen? Yeah. And Jesus isn't going to ask you to do something he wouldn't do himself. Right. And Dr. D, I'm not going to ask you to do something I wouldn't do. And I think about that and all the things that we get to do and got to do and all that. Big Steve, you never want to tell somebody to do something when you're leading them if you're not willing to do it yourself. Amen? Amen? So let's go back and just, in the stories about sending out the 70, but it starts, go to 9-1. This is great reading. He says, then he called the 12 uh, together and gave them power. Say this with me, power, power. and authority over devils. Yeah. And Grandpa, we don't talk about it much now. It's, it's all, now it's uh, different. You know, I'm not even going to go into what they say is going on out there in the world. It's, you know, they're having these problems and that problems. 
But the church doesn't talk about problems with demonic possession or, or demonic oppression anymore because that, that's just a little bit too much over the top, Grindel. Let's give it a cute name so we can keep it around and we can nurture it and we can coddle it and we can talk about it and we can, we can sell it. And surely somehow some big pharmaceutical company will have an answer for it. Guys, we don't, we don't need another pharmaceutical country, uh, company in the country. We got plenty of them now. They're passing them out like sweet tarts. And, 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 the, and the alcohol companies just keep on hauling beer everywhere. And now we got the pot stores jumping on board too. Don't get quiet on me on that. We, we can't have a country that is always high and always drunk. I need somebody to say something. You, you, you can't be okay with it. Because if you were okay with it, you wouldn't mind if your bus driver was drunk or high. Or your surgeon or your pilots. Well, I hope, hope he's not high. Amen, church. Amen. And, 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 and we need to go out and cast out the devil. We need to bind him by the blood of the lamb. And tell the truth. And then it goes on. John and Carolyn where he feeds the 5,000. It, it don't matter if you don't think he got enough food. God can multiply it. Don't you remember when you never thought you would get through that month? You had too much month at the end of your money? Huh? I want to talk to somebody that's watered milk down before. Hey, hey watch this. It's okay. We've all watered the milk down a little. Amen? Okay. I thought I was at the wrong church for a minute. You're like, well, I have no idea. It's always been this way for us, me and my Benz. <laughs> Amen. Well, it's a pickup truck driving church here. <laughs> Tell your neighbor to drink to that real quick. <laughs> Don't come in here with that mess. And then he goes on to the, the, the transfiguration and all these things. Then you got the sons of thunder wanting to nuke people that don't like Jesus. All kinds of great stories in chapter 9. I like these guys. They could have came to my men's retreat. James and John, they're like, you want us to like call down fire or something? Men's retreat. So I set you up. Here we go. We go into verse 2. Uh, so he sends them to every city and every place. Watch this. So watch what's important to God. Therefore, he said, the harvest is truly great, but the laborers are what? Few. Now say it like you mean the laborers are. Few. Ask me to tell you a story. Oh, I'm going to. I got a phone call. Me and Pastor Aaron and my dad was sitting in the bunkhouse about Oh, I don't know. It's probably about four o'clock, and we was eating some ribeyes about yay thick, three of them. 
and all of a sudden, a lady called me on the phone. She said, such and such meat company. I'm not going to say who they was. And she says, we won't be able to process your cows this week. I've lost two of my employees. They walked out. It's only bad if you want to get a hamburger at McDonald's. Are you, oh, you thought they came wrapped up in cellophane from heaven, didn't you? Minivan mom. She said, we're not going to be able to process the, the two cows. We had a scheduled to have two cows processed. She said, I won't be able to do that. I ain't got any help. We've been doing this for 40 years. I'm 64. My husband's 67. And we just can't meet the demand. Terry and these were the people that I could find to do it. The other people were two years behind. I need the church to say something to me. So it, the, the labors are few. They're just few, and we're not going to go on a rant on the whole deal because, you know, I'd like to. But I seen a sign the other day, if you're looking for a job, Domino's is hiring, and they're paying up to $27 per hour. <laughs> Wait till after church to apply. And some of you guys are like, dude, I'll go right now. Mr. Cope, $27 an hour for taking a pizza order, and you don't even have to take a pizza order because they, they subcontracted it out of the country. You're not talking to the pizza place. You're talking to somebody that's across the ocean. Can I keep preaching today, Greg? Oh, my. It gets, it gets better. The laborers are few. We're supposed to be out there, Moss, uh, talking to the people out in the world. Um, I got to get off of this, man, or I'm going to be... They had to create a soapbox for me. And he said, what does he say? He said, pray ye therefore that the Lord of harvest, that he would send forth laborers into his harvest. Can we just do that right now? Just pray. Let's just pray together. Lord, we pray that we never run out of Christians to witness about Christ. We pray that, we pray that somewhere in some city, that there would be a group of believers still in that old country church. There would still be five or seven or ten or one thousand that ain't afraid to get out and tell it like it is. And we pray it starts here at Have Bible Will Travel, Grandpa. In Jesus' name, his people said hallelujah. hallelujah. Applaud to the Lord one more time if you're... All right. Uh, if I didn't tell you this, in Matthew 13, it talks about the church basically being planted in the middle of a weed field. Diane, he plopped the church right in the middle of a mess. There's a crop there and there's weeds there and, and all of the, the people in there, sometimes they want to run outside the church. They go, we need to pull up all the weeds. We need to go fix everybody. We need to do all these kind of things. The first thing you need to do, Mr. and Mrs. Holy, is fix your own life first before you start working on other people. Fix your own stuff. And, and when that happens, 
the light gets a little brighter and the church gets a little bigger and then it chokes out the weed seed for this great crop that God has. Boy, it is a, it's a deal sometimes working with your family, isn't it? What does he say? He said, go your ways, verse 3. Behold, I send you forth as lambs among wolves. Who wants to sign up for that ministry? <laughs> See, when you send out, Lehman, when you get out there, it's, it's going to be a little rough out there. Just, just tell your neighbor, it's okay. It's all right. We know how it's going to be. We didn't sign up for the, you know, the Cub Scout meeting. Verse 4, if you're reading King James, what does it say, class? Carry neither, no, he said in my, in King James it says, carry neither personal, No, 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 no. No need to tell me not to carry a purse. <laughs> Ask your neighbor, is he going to go there? <laughs> oh, he's going to go there. Let me tell you something. If you don't know, you're at the church where the wallet's on the chain and the dog isn't. I'm just having fun with this. Actually, he just he, he said, don't carry no purse, nor script, nor shoes, no salute, no man. By the way, so he's going, don't when you when I send you out on this mission trip, don't you don't always have to be ready before you go. You ever see people before they leave the house nowadays? We need to make oh Steve Burger, we're going this far. We need to make sure that we got a bottle, a backup bottle, a baby bed, a baby car seat, a baby this, a baby that. Uh, have you ever seen a mom walk into church anymore? She's got do this with me. This. And then, and then she's got dad's got one that's clamped around him. And all they're doing is going to quick trip. When you're going on a mission, when you're going out into the mission field, he said you don't have to rely on all these physical things. You just need to rely on the power of the Holy Ghost. You go, I have no idea what I'm going to say to those crazy people, Pastor Jay, but the Holy Spirit will give you the advice you need because most of the people you deal with are a little. I've seen your families. They're out there. I'm throwing myself in the mix too, so don't, don't send me an email. Oh, watch this. He says, into whatever house you enter, first say peace to be uh, to this house. And if the son of peace be there, your peace shall rest upon it. If not, it shall turn to you again. And you know like I know when you walk into a house, if there's no peace there. I'll go over here. Because... Their kids are hanging from the chandeliers or playing Metallica and whatever else is going on. And it looks like it's going to hell and the hogs are eating it. You ever been to that house before? 
in the ministry, uh, they might have came to my house and they were, oh my. <laughs> Do that if you're Baptist, just go, well, bless your heart. <laughs> They'd look at me and Vicky go, oh, well, bless you. <laughs> We're just not sure what to do with you. <laughs> we was always in the wrong place. But I want to let you know today, if you're in the house of God, you're in the right place. Yeah. That's the story of your and my life, ain't it? Being in the wrong place at the right time. Some of you people walked in here and you can't believe you're here and you don't know why you're here. I'll tell you why you're here. The Holy Spirit brought you here. Yeah. And, and you don't like the church and you surely don't like this one. But here's the deal. God got you here anyways. Have you ever been to that church? You're like, well, I ain't never going back. Well, good. I got you hooked. Just sit there for a minute. I'm going to give you all I can, Scott, before they head out. So the son of peace is on there. If the peace is on it, it shall if it's not there, it shall return it. Verse 7, and in the same house remain eating and drinking such things as they give. For the laborer is worthy of his hire. Go not from house to house. So back then, uh, how, you, they had house church because the church was in its infancy and it just started and all this kind of thing and um, and, and, and the preachers would, would kind of bounce around if the, if the house couldn't help them or pay for them or give them something to eat or uh, he, would, he would bounce around and go, well, I'm going to go over here and, and go to the house over here where they're having uh, ribeyes instead of spam. <laughs> some, some people were trying to justify why they eat it. Yeah, you can't justify that. Some people were telling me last week, oh, so-and-so is frying it up. I go, well, I'll pray for him. You better, you better deep fry it. Bounce around from church to church to try to find a better deal. Lubke, we're just going to keep bouncing around. Here's the problem. You're going to bounce around and try to find a, a, a church that preaches what you want. They're not going to be preaching the truth then. You need the truth of God to change your heart today. Hallelujah. I'm going to preach it anyways. Tell your neighbor, don't go house to house. What does he say? He said, heal the sick who are there within and, and say unto them, the kingdom of God is come nigh. That means it's getting closer to you. Just do this with me. Just he, right here. He, he, Back, it's got to be right here. It's it's he's got to be about right here with the whole deal. However you look at it, you got you got law. You got to be looking at this, going. It can't get any crazier than this. I want to help all the teachers today. I want to pray for you. You guys are doing a fabulous job. I don't know how you hang in there. I got. I, I. I finally believe that I hit something when I prophesied about these kids dressing up like animals. They said that now when they come to school, if they bark or they purr, you can't correct them because that's what they identify with. Wow. 
just I'm just telling you to pray for the teachers because we ain't watch this, Justin. We ain't never seen anything like that. Back when I was in school, you either got your butt busted or the track coach would come up and slap you upside your head until you got some sense about you. Amen? That's all I'm saying. We, we, we're, we're, we need to pray for that the teachers are able to deal with this 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 confusion that's going on out there. And that we can keep law and order not just in, in, on the streets but also in the school, and let the teachers do what they've are are, are put there to do, and that's teach. But what? But into whatever city you enter, and they receive you not, go your ways out into the streets. Of the same and say, even the dust of the city that cleaves to us, we wipe off against you. Do this with me. Brush that off your boots. And then I'm going to ask you to stand so I can talk to you about this particular subject. I was going to church last night, Demi, and, and I had a guy come up to me. He said, Pastor, he said, what do we do? What do we do if our family member is running us down. Well, Merle Haggard wrote a song about it, about the country. He said, you're walking on the fighting side of me. If you don't listen to country music, I'll sing it for you. No, I'm not going to. Change my mind. What I don't have to fight about every dang thing that comes across the table. I don't always have to swim against the current. And I told this young person, we was at church out in Winfield. I said, don't talk to them anymore. Don't talk to them. There's 365 million people in America. Talk to some people that are like-minded that you can get along with so you won't have to go through that all the time. Jed, do you got any music you just, just touch on for just a second? Because I think a lot of times... We spend more time, and I told you about the story. We're always trying to pull up the, the tares. That's what I was talking about in Matthew 13. I was, oh, man, we got to go fix that. Got to go fix that. Got to go fix that. We have to go fix every single thing in the world. What I got to do is I got to get closer to God. I got to get better at being a Christian. I got to get better at letting my little light shine. Come on, hello, Sunday school workers. And, and, and pray for these people who are in authority. I remember one of the biggest things, the, the biggest concern when I was in school was if a teacher caught you chewing gum. <laughs> Woo, there's a problem. How would you like to bring that old to Some of these teachers were old when I was there. Would you like to bring one up and, and drop them in a, in a public school right now and tell them to teach? They would look at that just like Billy Graham would look at the church right now. He's going, oh my, bless your heart. 
When I was in school, if you got caught chewing gum, you'd wear it on your nose. Do this with me. You put it on your nose. So everybody know that you disobeyed. And go back a couple of years before that, if you was talking in class while the teacher was talking, they'd put a dunce hat on you. Is everybody still okay? I know you're in shock. Diane, but it makes sense, doesn't it? The biggest concern they had was somebody chewing gum in class. Now they're worried about somebody acting crazy or coming in and doing all kinds of crazy different things like that. You go, Pastor Pat, how did we get there? It's because we didn't allow the church to get out there or encourage the church to get out there and let your little light shine so it can change the lives of people who are possessed by the enemy. You got to get out there. And some of you guys have been stuck in these different things and, and you got consumed and you got drawn into the ways of the world. You go, man, that's, this thing is starting to weigh me down. All this, uh, you know, we're, we're worried about how we talk now and how we, how we pray now. We're afraid we're going to hurt somebody's feelings or something. Let me tell you something, life's tough. But it's tougher if you're going to hell. So what I'm saying to you today is make sure that you're leading somebody to saving grace and knowledge of Jesus Christ. And here's the deal along the way. John and Carolyn, you might hurt somebody's feelings, but just make sure it ain't God's. That's good advice. I'm going to take that advice. I'm going to pray for you. This isn't only Pastor Appreciation Day. It's reciprocal. I appreciate you guys. I do. I do. I, and my wife knows that my, my life's work is sitting in this sanctuary today. There's, there's, there's nothing I would rather do in the whole wide world than preach the Word of God. But here's the deal. I have to live it too. That's the tough part. Talking about Christ is easy. Living, it's a little different, isn't it? Okay, so here's what I'm going to pray about. I would be a fool to come into this sanctuary of this size and believe that every one of you guys are saved. I have no idea if you're saved or not. But I want to give you the same invitation some preacher gave me years ago. Would you like to, would you like to reside in heaven for the rest of your life? Eternity's a long time. You say, well, how do I, how do I become born again well you have to recognize that you're a sinner and then you have to uh, understand that the only thing that can atone for that sin problem is the blood of Jesus Christ and then once you recognize that and you take that in faith you ask Jesus he said I want you to come into my life dear Jesus and I want I want to be a born again believer I want you to live inside my heart and I want you to help me live for you and it's not the prayer that saves you. It's your faith in his deity that saves you. So if that's something you feel like you would like to do, I'm going to pray with you right now. 
So Heavenly Father, I pray for that soul that's out there today who doesn't know you as Lord and a Savior. That you brought them here not by irony or happenstance, but they're here for a purpose and you got a plan. And it's to save their soul. Ask him right where you're at. Say, dear, dear Jesus, come into my heart. I want to be born again. I want to live for you. I know eternity is a long time and I want to reside with you and all your children who have called upon your name. How about anybody that's struggling, going through a loss or in need of healing? I would ask you that you would approach the, the Lord's altar today so we could pray for you. We still believe in the healing power of Jesus. Come to me all who are weary and heavy laden and I will give you rest. I would just ask that I get a couple of my pastors and brothers and sisters in Christ to, to lay hands on some of these brothers and sisters and let's pray for them all, can we? Let's do that together. And I want somebody to be praying next to my brother Mark Moss right there, right there, brother. Mark, we love you, brother. We love you. We love you. We love you. We love you. Father God, I thank you for this day. There's, there's a movement of the Holy Spirit in your house today that's very evident. We can feel it. We can see it. And we'll pray for the, pray for the Moss family today and the Ed Gaynor family with, a, with loss and Becca Law and her family and those who have lost somebody this week. Lord, I want to pray for our country. I want to pray for the leaders. I want to pray for our police officers and our governments and our teachers, Lord God, that you would empower them through the power of the Holy Spirit, that they wouldn't be ashamed to proclaim the gospel. Oh, church, can you hear the cry of God today? He draweth nigh today, church. And he wants to set the captives free. So we give God all the glory for the healing. We give God the glory for salvation. We give God the glory for this day. And all his people said amen.